Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hear y'all, I see y'all coming on. Good morning. Is my mic on? My mic is not up. Now my mic is on. What is JC, I don't know if my mic is on. I potted it up. I can't hear myself. Oh, ha. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Good morning. Mm-mm. I can't hear me. Okay, good morning. <laughs> I said it doesn't matter. You on the air. Doesn't matter if you can hear yourself or not. You are on the air. That's all I need to know. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am so, so, so glad to be here this morning. Um, And I hope you are too. I'm so glad for a chief, a person who knows how to be in charge and keep me together. (laughs) because I need it always. Uh, And that's who JC is. I couldn't hear myself. He's like, you're on the air. (laughs) You should have seen him get professional in his face. You're on the air, LMJ. Um, Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, um, but more than anything, we are on JoyNet Radio. And so if you don't have the JoyNet Radio app, you're going to miss out on something this morning. We're going to take a couple of phone calls, a couple of prayers. I'm getting real big and bold in this thing. So welcome. Um, thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here with you. We've been on this thing, the mind of Christ and how to make sure um, we're walking in the mind of Christ so it can impact every area of our life. See, the goal here is to make sure that our relationships are strong and to make sure that our walk is strong and to make sure we survive in this thing. What's up, sophisticated? I need some gear uh, to make sure that we survive in this thing. And um, I need to come see you. Um, get focused on what God has for us in this next season. Often we'll miss God in the seasons that he's trying to take us into because we don't have the mind of Christ or we're not sober enough to uh, be focused on what God has called us to do. So we're focused on the mind of Christ. 
Um, I and, and I'm just super excited. I'm super excited about what I'm seeing God do in my own life as we are um, walking in walking in kingdom. We've been talking about kingdom. Uh, we've been talking about kingdom. So I want to do a couple of shout outs this morning. I need to shout out my cute little t-shirt if you're on Facebook Live and if you're not the lipstick queen jeans. And I have jeans to match it. So my T-shirt on, uh, everybody knows in my crew how I feel about lipstick. Kim Brown is amazing. If you don't know who she is, she did not know I was going to shout her out today. Go follow her on social media. Follow her on Instagram, DM, get your order. Um, I've got a little brooch that I wear as well. Um, and she, she's just got really cute stuff. I got a pair of jeans on today that she's ripped up for me. So lipstick queen jeans, major shout out to Kim Brown. Uh, entrepreneur, chick grinding and doing her thing. I'm always in support of the entrepreneur. Um, those of you that are just following God's dream for your vision. So make sure you go look her up and find out who she is. Oh, hey, Angela. She's Angela is on from the Congo. She says her internet is back on in the Congo. We're so grateful to have you here with us this morning, Angela. Um, all peace to you, Harold. Hey, Paula from Virginia. Let's go this morning. I'm excited. I'm excited about this word this morning. I see all my good mornings coming in on Facebook, internet, as well as YouTube, and definitely my JoyNet family that's building, that's growing. I will show you. Um, I'll put the JoyNet number up in a minute. It's 855-525-5683. And you're going to be able to call in and either uh, we'll pray for you or just make a few comments about today's devotional. So we're glad the Internet is back on in the Congo. Don't forget Lipstick Queen Jeans. If you don't know her, go follow her. Support locally owned. Support locally owned. I'm big about supporting your locally owned. So we're going to um, get back into our devotional on uh, we've been sharing this week on the mind of Christ. You know what I need you to do? Go share the video, put it live, put it in, <clears throat> you guys, excuse me, put it in someone else's hands. Right now, put it in someone else's hands. And don't forget about the website, joinnetradio.com. So let's pray this morning. Um, I'm praying, like I'm praying for you to have some fun this weekend. And I know that sounds, um, funny, but some of you, or I know I have been before, we get so, too serious in Christ. We get so focused on business or so focused on our problems that we don't experience the goodness of God. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to experience the goodness of God. And we need to experience the good of, goodness of God. So I'm praying for you to release all your stresses, all the things that you're consumed about, all the stuff that you're overwhelmed about, and that you experience God's love and his peace and do something fun. Break the monotony up. And I know some of you may be like, well, I don't have any money. And money doesn't always equate fun, but relax, breathe in him, rest in him. Do you know what the Sabbath about? It was the rest. It was the defining moment for us to show or for them to show God that they trusted him, even in the most inopportune times in their life. So I want to make sure I want to make sure that you guys balance this thing out by having fun and resting. Everybody that knows me knows I work really, really hard. So I'm going to do something random and spontaneous today and break it up. God was reminding me in John 10, 10, I came so you can have life. 
and have it more abundantly, Lakeisha. And if we're going to experience the abundant life, if we're going to experience what God has for us and what God wants to do in us and through us, then we're going to have to learn to balance things out, to rest, to trust God, and to have fun. So I'm just praying for you to have fun, to break the monotony, the chains be broken off of you today. Father, we thank you. I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Father God, that you created us, that you gave us laughter. You gave us um, things to enjoy, things in this world, Lord God. I just thank you, Father God, that the scales are falling off our eyes, that our spiritual ears are being opened, and that we take notice of the things around us, Lord God, that we find balance in you, Lord God, that our hope is in you, that our trust is in you, that our joy is in you, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Father God, that we're seated at your feet, Lord God, and we're resting in you. Today, we take our rest. We lay aside every burden. We cast all our cares, Lord God. We set everything aside so that we can focus on you. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that the chains of bondage, of negative stinking thinking is being broken off our life, Father God, and that this mind in Christ Jesus is the same mind that we have in us. I thank you, Father, for your power, for your protection, and for your love, Lord God. Let us rest in you. Let us trust in you. Let us believe in you above everything. In Jesus' name, amen. So definitely we're going to go have some fun today. So I hope you do something fun. I hope you find something to connect or just something relaxing. Go take a walk, read a book, just set everything down for a minute. Take some deep breaths. I always say take about seven deep breaths. Breathe in, release out, and go have some fun. Go do something fun today. My jeans are fun today. They're all ripped up. Um, I got on my gold sneakers today. I'm just going to, I'm going to work today, but I'm going to make sure that as I'm working today, that it's generated and I'm having fun and I'm relaxing and trusting God like never before. So, We've been talking about the mind of Christ. We know that the mind of Christ knows God's plan. We know that the mind of Christ has discernment. We know that the mind of Christ knows the will of God, correct? We know that the mind of Christ comes through the spirit. And today we're going to be talking about the mind of Christ is sober. I titled this message, The Sober Up. The sober up. Now, this may not make sense for any of you who have never been drunk, I mean, or have ever been inebriated, um, or those of you that won't even admit that you've been drunk or inebriated. But for those of us that have ever been in a position at any time in their life in which they have not been sober, then you know you make very, very bad decisions. When you're not sober, your mind is unstable. Um, sometimes truth comes out. Usually people turn very vicious and very anger. Like just so many different things happen and occur when the mind is not sober. And that is why, that is why in first Peter five and eight, it says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil as a roaring 
as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may desire. Christ was sober. Christ knew he needed to be sober. And the reason that the mind of Christ is sober is because it's so, so focused and so concentrated in the word of God. If you're going to be drunk in something, be drunk in the spirit. If you're going to get drunk on something, be drunk on the word. And sober isn't just about your drinking or your addictions or anything else. It's about a certain sobriety that comes, a certain wholeness that comes from walking and trusting and believing in the word of God. When you're not sober in the word, you will make rash decisions. You won't make, uh, you won't do things that make a whole lot of the sense. When you're not sober, your emotions lead you, your feelings lead you. Um, you'll wind up being in a situation where you cuss someone out. I'm just being real. That's Those are the things that happen when you're not sober. You're not careful of the relationships. Come on, Holy Ghost, leave this thing. You're not careful of the relationships around you. You're not mindful of the relationships around you. You're not considerate of the relationships around you. Um, when you are not sober, y'all know how it is when you're not sober, you'll be tempted to do some things that you typically wouldn't do. And the reason that you'll participate or do these things is because you're not sober in the word. You're not letting the word be your truth, right? You're holding on to other things as truth. A friend of mine got into um, an argument with someone the other day and she was like, man, I let him have it. And my eyes got big. And it was because she felt so much pressure around her. She just let that that pressure take over the situation. And we started talking and she said, how do I rectify this? And I said to her, I said, well, first of all, you can't. And the reason that you can is once you release words into the atmosphere, they're out there. You can't take words back. You can't take words back. And so I said to her, here's the remedy for this. You don't have to put more word in your life. You're going to have to be put more word in your life. You're going to have to put more word in your life. And the and that's the thing that's going to help you because it's going to catch you. If I'm putting the scripture or the word in my life and I understand, put a guard over my mouth, right? Put a guard over my mouth or let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. If those are my guiding principles, then I'm going to be less likely to say something in a heated argument. I'm going to let be less likely to allow my emotions to be moved. Um, I'm really, um, and it's, I had, I, man, it took a lot for me to get to this point. And there are still certain things that can kind of rev me up, but I am real balanced when it comes in a crisis. If a crisis occurs, um, it's very hard for you to um, get me to move. I need to be able to assess the situation. And the reason is because I take the scriptural literal, be anxious for nothing and everything, prayer and supplication, make my request known before God and he's going to answer me. So instead of when something arises, I was stuck in the mud. This was so funny. I got my car stuck in the mud and I'm talking about I'm deep stuck in the mud and I'm just sitting in my car and I'm on my phone and I'm scrolling and I'm calling a tow truck. And one of my friends is sitting outside my car and she's watching me. And she says, you do realize you're stuck like wedged in, in the mud, in the middle of like a crazy situation, just stuck there. And I told her, I said, yeah. And she said, what are you going to do? Well, there's absolutely nothing I can do about me being stuck in the mud. Now, how I got stuck in the mud, I'm not going to tell you my business. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to be creative and getting out 
out of somewhere. But when I got stuck in the mud, um, my response to getting stuck in the mud was, there's nothing I can do about it. It's out of my control. And so the next thing to do is to call a tow truck. And so I called the truck, tow truck and she told me later, she said, I've never seen anybody this calm in a crisis situation. But that comes from being sober. That comes from having enough word in me. That comes from understanding that being anxious isn't going to help the situation. That's what a sober mind looks like. Now, two, three, four, five years ago, that may not have been my response. Two, two, three, four, five years ago, I'm just going to be honest, that may not have been my response. But the more time that I've been still, that I've been spending in the word, the more time that I've been spending in the word, the less anxious I am to respond to crisis situations around me. That goes for my bills. Um, if I don't have money for it, I can't do anything about it. Like, and that just becomes your reality when you're sober. That goes for my relationships. I can't control anybody else. I have no control over what another person does. And since I have absolutely no control over what another person does, then what's the point in me fussing? What's the point in me arguing? What's the point in me cussing? What's the point in me trying to figure this thing out, make you get me, make you understand this thing? It doesn't. It, it doesn't make absolutely sense for me to get up in arms, for me to get consumed, for me to get overwhelmed. But that's what a sober mind looks like. That's what a sober mind looks like. When your mind is not sober, you're always trying to convince someone. You're always trying to um, make someone get and understand what you're what you're saying. That's not a sober because a sober mind knows that um, James says, why do we argue? We argue because we don't get what we want. Anytime you're in a relationship, trying to spend time in that relationship and force someone to understand or get your feelings, man, you're going to miss the opportunity to see God move. When I do relationship coaching, I tell people all the time, just close your mouth. Close your mouth and and get in silence and get in prayer and watch God do this thing for you. We have, we try to force relationship all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real. A sober mind is a peaceful mind. A sober mind walks in love. A sober mind is not contentious. A sober mind is not dissentious. A sober mind is not confused. The, the, the mind of Christ is sharp. A sober mind doesn't make rushed decisions. Why is sober? And you'll be honest. Think about any time you've ever been inebriated. You've never been drunk. You know you didn't make a good decision. You didn't make a good decision when you got in your car and drove home. You didn't make a good decision if you got in your car and drove home, even if you've done it two million times. You didn't make a good good decision when you met someone somewhere and then later on realized, why, 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 why did I give them my number or why did I wake up to them? Come on, y'all. We're going to be real this morning. That comes from not having a sober mind. That comes from not having a sober mind. That comes from not Honing in and, and I'm not, and I don't mean perfecting like perfect, but perfecting your relationship with Christ, spending more time with him so that you can, Hey, that's just keeping it real, spending more time with him so that you can be purified out and more of him can come in. The only way that's going to happen is we've learned this, that you spend time in the word. And the only way that you're going to get the mind of Christ, which is the heart of God, is that you understand the way that God thinks 
That's the way that God thinks. I told you the other day, we've been on automation for way too long. We've been on automation for way too long. We've been in this automated process in which this is how we've been living. This is what we've been doing. And it's like, you can't afford to be on automation. You've got to see what this word says about you, says about your relationships and says where you are, are you about, where you are in life. Um, I posted a meme on my Instagram and also on my um, Facebook page, God first, God first in everything. Well, the only way God becomes first in everything is that you realize all of the places that you've left him out, that you realize all of the places that you left him out. Sometimes we get so outside of God's will for our life, trying to be relevant, um, looking at our schedules, looking at our agendas, focus on the wrong thing. And God is simply saying, just keep me first, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of these things will be added unto you. Philippians 2, 5 through 11, I want to leave you with this. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. In your relationship with one another, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset in Christ Jesus. So you got to go back and look at how Christ treated people, how Christ treated people, how he responded to people. Christ laid his life down for people and will say, I'm right or die. I'm, I'm for you all the way. But are you really for me all the way? Are you really? I don't want you to be right or die. I want you to be right or live for me. Are you really for me all the way? Are you really about, like, you got to look at the same mindset. Christ made a sacrifice. Christ loved selflessly. He loved us when he went to the cross. He loved us when he stood in place for us. So having the same mindset of Christ Jesus, even in our relationship with others, the evidence that you have the mind of Christ is in your relationships with everybody else. In your relationships with everybody else, that's the evidence that you have or that you're walking or that you're sovereign or that you're steadfast is in your relationships with everybody else. When your relationships with everybody else are improving and they're growing, when you don't spend time arguing, when you're not trying to pay somebody back, when you're not trying to tell it like it is, that's when you begin to see yourself evolving. Why? Because the mind of Christ is in you. You don't have time to be petty. You don't have time to argue with somebody. You don't have time to cut cuss somebody out. You don't have time to try to figure out. I remember um, a, a friend of mine told me someone cut her off and um, they cut her off while driving and she followed them all the way to wherever they were going because they cut her off of her driving. And I was listening to her tell me this story and she really thought it was justified for what she did. And I'm like, one, you crazy. Because that person could have had a gun. <laughs> That's the worst thing. One, you're crazy. That person could have had a gun. Two, like, what were you thinking? What, what was your driving force to follow someone another 10, 15 minutes because they cut you off in traffic? And she was like, I just needed to tell them like it was. I needed to tell them. Like, and I was like, you spent 15 minutes of energy. You spent 15 minutes of energy trying to chase them down and tell them like it is and was late to work 
which you could have lost your job. There are consequences when we are not sober. There are, and that's what I told her. I said, man, you crazy. That's, that, that's a very good example of not being sober. I said, man, you crazy. There were so many consequences behind that. And when your mind is not sober, you open yourself up to consequences. You open yourself to the enemy getting in when you're not operating in a sober mind. She put herself in harm's way, right? By following someone who cut her off, who cut her off. Like, I'm like, this was so petty and trivial. Girl, you could have been dead. They could have had a gun. So who being in the very nature, that's the sixth verse, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. For my Christians, my fellows that love to slang the word, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, the made in human likeness of a servant. The mind of Christ has a servant-like attitude and being and found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven on on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. And I am a firm believer when you continuously lift God up, when you stay humble, God will um, exalt you in your due season. But that comes from having the mind of Christ, having a sober mind, having a discerning mind. Yep. And humbling yourself to the word of God. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Somebody wrote, shut your mouth. Yes. Shut your mouth. You don't have to prove or try to convince anyone of anything. Your only position is to pray. I don't know why we feel like we got to force things in relationship, forcing things. It's, it's never going to happen if you try to force someone to believe. Love wins all the time. Love, even if you're trying to disciple somebody, you don't have to beat them up and talk to them and talk, tell them all the time. Um, how wrong they are and what they need to do and how they need to fix their life and what all that they, how they're sinning. And you don't have to do all that. You just got to get in position, be light, be love. I have friends that come from all walks of life. And what I've just committed myself to do, and I didn't know this when I was a babe in Christ, what I've just committed myself to do is to put myself in the position and just love them where they are. And just accept them for where they are because and how it's easy for me to do that is because what I've done is I've remembered all the junky stuff that I was. I remembered all the junky stuff that I was. I remembered all the stuff. That's good. I will pray for you that. But ask the Lord to give you a fertile heart. Um, a lot of times when we can't receive what's in our heart, someone just messaged me. Well, a lot of times when we can't receive what's in our heart, we can't receive what's in our heart because we don't allow our heart to be fertile. Our heart is stony because we're still holding on to unforgiveness, things in the past. Um, 
uh, strife, doubt. You know, unforgiveness is the quickest way for you not to get your prayers answered. Well, we're just about out of time. We got a few minutes. If someone wants to call in, we'll take a prayer request. I see a couple of prayer requests coming in today. We're definitely praying for the federal government. Um, I, I, I need you guys this weekend to become intercessors. We need to see this move. These people are almost 20 days without pay. 20 days without pay. Think about what it would be like for you if you were 20 days without pay. If you know somebody works for the federal government, just check on them. Even if you don't have a lot, just check on them. You can call us at 855-525-5683, or you can make a post and we're definitely praying for you. Yep. Alicia love wins all the time. Yep. Melissa love, love, love at all times. Yep. Um, someone said, I don't drink alcohol, but I've had many instances of operating without a sober mind. That's good, Daphne. If you've never had, you've had some incidents. <laughs> you've had some other things that you've been involved in and you are not operating in a sober mind. You know, you've had some things. You, you've been so lovesick before that you busted somebody's tires out or, or scratched up their car. That's still not operating in a sober mind where you cuss somebody out. Uh, I don't know if any of you seen the video going around where the man and the girl got into it. I don't know why he thought he could assault her. I think they were either at Burger King or McDonald's. That's evidence of not operating in a sober mind. When you make decisions which could yield a consequence, then you're not operating in a sober mind. We are definitely praying for your mom. Uh, sometimes you don't have to know what to pray for. We just believe God for total health, for healing and restoration for her in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, I love y'all. Y'all know what I'm about to say. I love you guys more than you could possibly um, understand. You could know, you could figure out. Um, I love you guys. And um, believe in God for you guys. And I'm believing God that this weekend you're going to be restored and you're going to experience God like never, ever, ever before. I'm believing that you encounter him in some small, special way and that your eyes are open to see him in this way. It, it's to see him. Sometimes we miss him. Yesterday I was in the drive through um, ordering food for the boys and someone paid for our food. And it became a really big deal to me. And everybody was like, well, somebody asked me, why was that? that? That seems so small, but it was so big because that was God kissing on me. That was God considering me. That was God remembering me. And I was like, Lord, thank you that this person took the time to pay for my food. So y'all do me a favor, go be loved today. Let the love of God be in you. Let the love of God be all around you. And remember it's kingdom, baby. I'll see you guys back here Monday morning, 5 a.m. Go invite a friend and, and make sure you get the JoyNet app. I love y'all so, so much. Love, peace, and blessings.
Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.